I'm going to continue uh, our series today as we jump into remember. Everyone say remember. remember. Awesome. How many of you have ever forgotten something? That word was for you. That was a word from the Lord for you. Remember. Remember. I think that we all have moments of forgetfulness. We all have moments that we, we uh, forget what we might need to do. Uh, I mentioned it a few weeks ago. Uh, sometimes we forget where, uh, this is bad, but we'll forget where we're going. I don't know if you've ever walked into a room from another room in your house and couldn't remember why you went there. I got some amens on that one. Now that's never happened to me, but I'm sure it's happened to it. No, I'm just kidding. It happens to all of us. We forget sometimes the most basic things in our life. We, we go to write something down and say, what was it? I, I can't remember. What, where are my keys? Where did I put them? I can't remember. I, I, we forget so many things. In this series, we're really taking a look at some things that the Lord tells us to remember. He encourages us to remember. And, and we want to remember, of course, the promises of God. And it's really all born out of this verse, Proverbs 7 Verse 3, bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. He's really given us instruction to take these promises and to make them our own. To take these promises and allow them to lift us and guide us and lead us today. Today, I want us to remember that God gives us strength. Come on, how many of you could use some strength today? I sure could. Studying this and getting ready for this Sunday, I have been so excited about this word. It spoke to my heart. Our God's promise is that He will give us strength. It's a supernatural strength. It, it comes from a place that we, we don't have in ourselves. It is something that it goes beyond our natural physical strength. Our God gives us strength. And it's out of a, a passage of Scripture found in Isaiah chapter 40. I want you to listen to these four verses as we read them and take a look at them. Listen to this. It says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the heavens of the earth. Oh, excuse me. Creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. Listen to this. But those who wait in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I want you to know verse 31 is an incredible promise. But there's three verses that come before it. These are incredible qualifiers to this promise that you and I have from the Lord. They're incredible qualifiers when we understand the context for which they are given. The context for which they are laid out for us, this verse, I want you to know, I pray that today becomes something that you chew on all week long. May we operate, not in our own strength, but in the strength of the Lord. He says this, do you not know? Do you not know? Have you not heard? 
uh, think about that. It, it's kind of like, come on, haven't you heard? Don't you know? Haven't you known? Our God is awesome. He is incredible. Now, you have to understand, this verse is written by the prophet to the Israelites who were in exile. And so he is reminding them. He is telling them, haven't you heard? Haven't you known? Our God, the Lord, is the God of all creation. He is the everlasting God. Don't you know? Church, I declare to us today, don't you know? Haven't you heard? That He is God. That this moment in time in our history did not catch our God by surprise. Haven't you heard? Don't you know that He is still God? He is awesome. He's on the throne. And He leads us and guides us today. In an incredible way, this verse moves from these two rhetorical questions. Come on. Don't you know? Haven't you heard? And He says this, The everlasting God. The everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. God is eternal. Psalm 90 verse 2 tells us that he is from everlasting to everlasting. That means that he was before the beginning. And he will be after the ending. He was before the beginning and he will remain after it ends. He is everlasting to everlasting. He is the beginning and the end. Second, we see it says here, God is the creator of the ends of the earth. He has created everything from one to the other, from one end to the other, from as far as we can see that way to as far as we can see that way, from one direction to the other. He is the creator of all creation. He is God, creator of the ends of the earth. So whether we are talking about time or space, our God is bigger than any dimension that we could try to put Him into. That's the context that Isaiah is telling the Israelites as they are in exile. Come on, haven't you heard? Don't you know? Our God has always been and He always will be. He's alive and He will not die. He will lead us through these days right now. That gets me a little excited. That causes me to want to jump because I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I don't know what this world is going to be like tomorrow. I don't know what the world is going to be like in the next few weeks and months. Oh my goodness, come on, so many things are happening. But our God is in control. He will lead us. He will walk with us. He is walking with you and I today because He gives us strength. Not my strength. His strength says this, He is God before, and He will be God after. In our world today, He will not grow tired or weary. That means He does not faint. He is not weary. Just as there is, His, no under, his understanding no one can fathom. Think of this. He does not faint. He is not weary. His understanding no one can fathom, which means it is unsearchable. Uh, Just as there is no end to God with regards to time and space, listen to this, there is also no end to, to our God in regards to energy. How many of you could use some energy today? A little boost right now. If you and I could somehow comprehend inexhaustible energy, uh, Tony Lee and I had uh, our son came this last weekend, and 
and uh, visited, and he brought our daughter's cockapoo, which is one year old, and I learned what energy is all about. Constant motion, constant movement, all over the place, inside, outside, outside, inside, up, down, all around, and I loved it. I wanted some of that energy. You and I have experienced that. If you're a mom or a dad or a grandma and grandpa, you've been, you've had children. We, we have kids and, and there's something pretty amazing about age and energy. They kind of go hand in hand, don't they? And, and we see our kids and they have all this energy and they're, they're bouncing off the walls and then all of a sudden something happens. Uh, they, they begin to get a little fussy. Come on, how many of you have ever walked through the slow motion process of a child becoming, as the word uses the word faint, they become weary. They're full of energy. They become fussy. All of a sudden, they either need food or a nap, or in our kids' case, both. They needed both. Give them food, give them a nap. Before you know it, they're crawling up. They want to snuggle. They're crying. They don't even know why they're crying, and then they're out cold. Because even in this moment, we understand that our God does not ever, ever run out of energy like you and I do. We run out of energy. We understand that. We have something in our solar system called the sun. Uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but our personal energy can come and go. Our natural resources uh, can dwindle and become lower and lower. And the sun, which continues to burn all throughout history. I mean, think about the energy of the sun. It is powerful. It is there. Did you know that it is still a star? And the sun is actually dying. It is a star that is dying. One day, that star will die. But the word says that before the sun existed, our God was there before, and He will be there after. If we could somehow comprehend inexhaustible energy, our God possesses all of those things for you and I today. His energy is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. His understanding, no one can fathom. Listen to this. We cannot comprehend God's eternal nature Stretching from beyond time from the beginning to beyond time through the end, we cannot comprehend the scope of God's creation. We cannot uh, comprehend how it extends beyond the horizon in every direction that we look. We cannot comprehend God's energy, which is as infinite as everything else about Him. We cannot reduce God to some algorithm that can be figured out in a computer program that somehow mesmerizes and makes all of these things line up so that somehow we can figure out who God is. Listen to this. God is beyond our understanding. But, listen to this, God is beyond our understanding, but He is not beyond our knowing. He is not beyond our knowing. Why? Because the Word tells us that He has made Himself known to you and I. He wants to make Himself known to you. This incredible, unsearchable, unfathomable God who that we cannot understand. The Bible says we cannot understand His ways. However, we can know Him. That is such good news today. You and I can have an incredible relationship with Him. We might not be able to comprehend Him, the Creator, and all of His creation, but you and I can understand 
excuse me, you and I can know him personally. The Bible says he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. This is, he increases those who have no might. God does not grow faint, but he does empower the faint. He does not lack strength, but he does give strength to those who are powerless. The scripture over and over again talks about God's heart for those who are powerless, for those who are faint, for those who are in need of strength, for those who are weak. He says that he becomes strong. There's an incredible place in God's heart for those who are powerless. In this moment, we see if if God could somehow lose patience with someone, If, if God could lose patience with someone, listen to this. I believe it would be with those who appear to be strong, who appear to be self-sufficient, who appear to have it all together and they can make it on their own. They feel like they can make it on their own. Here's what happens too many times for those who might fall into a little self-sufficiency. Self-sufficient people are more likely to trust in their own strength than in God's. They are more likely to be a little narcissistic and dwell on their own concerns and their own problems and the things that face them and they become very unaware of others. They become very unaware of their neighbors. But the word tells us about the powerless. He tells us about those who put themselves in a humble position that humble themselves before the Lord. Those who grow faint. Those who are likely to approach God more on their knees and say, Lord, I need you today. God, I'm hungry for you and I need your strength in my life. They're more likely to acknowledge their need for God. They're more likely to acknowledge because they've gone through suffering. They've walked through difficulties. They've experienced Experienced hurt, and so they're very much more aware of the needs of others, of those that are around them. God has called us in this moment to, to in, in, in this promise, to give us strength is an incredible, incredible promise that you and I show the world the incredible power of our God. Because it's not that we're walking in our strength, it shows that we are walking in his strength and that we need him that we humble ourselves before him and say God I can't do this on my own I need you I can't do it in my own strength I need you so in scripture God shows an incredible preference for those who are powerless for those who grow faint he is always available to them because they give strength why because this next verse even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. This is the third verse in a row that we see the word faint. In verse 28, he says, God does not faint. God does not faint. In verse 29, but he gives power to those who faint. To the faint, he gives power. And now we're reminded that even the young grow faint. I said earlier, there seems to be an incredible relationship between age and energy Um, The people who really have the ideal um, strength and stamina are usually young people in their late teens to early 20s. Most of our best athletes that we would have been watching in the Olympics, (laughs) that we would have witnessed, most of them are between late teen years to early to mid-20s. Very few 
get to operate and continue to compete in their 30s and their 40s. It happens, but it's, it's, it's not the rule. Uh, and, and we understand that because with age, we, we understand that we faint. We get weaker quicker. We, we all of a sudden stumble, we fall, we, we don't understand. This human body that takes place, and we've got to take care of the temple of the Lord. But there's an incredible thing that we see here, that God in this moment, the, the prophet is reminding us that even men and women, in that sweet spot of age, still faint. Youth grow tired and weary. Young men stumble and fall. The point is that even at our best, our limited, we are limited in strength and stamina. The prophet wants to remind us of that before telling us in this next verse how you and I can renew our strength. So here's the promise. All of the qualifiers. Come on, Israel. Have you not heard? Don't you know that our God is the everlasting? That He created the heavens and the earth? That He was here before? He will be here to the end? He does not grow weary. He does not grow tired. Even youth grow weary. And so all of a sudden, Isaiah is about to unleash this incredible promise for you and I. And it's found in verse 31. It says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Come on, can we have some hope in the Lord today? Can we put some hope in Him? God, I need your strength. I don't know about you, but I need His strength. I desire it more than ever before today. Those who rely on their own strength have limited resources. Those who wait on the Lord, who maintain their faith. Listen to this. In the midst of adversity, who hold on to Him during a pandemic, who trust in Him during financial crisis, have access to God's infinite resources. You and I, if we hope in the Lord, another version says, as you all know, to wait upon the Lord. When we wait upon the Lord, when we hope in the Lord, the Bible says that we will renew our strength. This word here. Everyone say renew. Come on, say renew. Renew. This word renew is a powerful word when you take a look at it. The Bible says that when we hope in the Lord, you and I will renew our strength. The word here is this. It is yahalapu. Don't say that fast three times. It has various meanings. Listen to this. Including passing something on or exchanging, or renewing. So, if we understand this word, when the Bible says that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, what we might be saying is this. We might say that those who wait on the Lord will find their energy renewed when God allows them to exchange something of their weakness for something of His strength. Think about that. Our God in this verse is telling you and I that we can exchange our weakness for His strength. 
God, take my weakness and make it your strength. God, give me your strength. This is an incredible picture for you and I as we understand what this word means for us today. God, take this moment and God, help me in this day to exchange my weakness, my weariness, the tired days, the the emotionally spent, the drain. God, help me to exchange it for your strength. By waiting on the Lord, by hoping in the Lord, we get to exchange our weakness for His strength. The Bible tells us this next verse, which is so powerful, tells us that when we do that, that they will soar on wings like eagles. They will soar on wings like eagles. How many of you have ever seen an eagle in the wild? It's the most incredible, incredible picture. What a, what a, what a, I I remember this last summer we were uh, with some friends out on a lake and we saw an eagle and it was up close and flying, so majestic, so powerful. Before we knew it, it was high in the sky. It was a little dot. I couldn't believe how high it went from being right with us over the lake to a high thing, uh, the strength, the sheer grace and mercy and the power. The Lord, it, here the prophet likens it to, to this incredible, majestic bird that soars that you and I, when we wait upon the Lord and He exchanges and we exchange our weakness for His strength and He infills us with that strength that you and I will soar like eagles. That we will lift in that moment as we marvel at the majesty and the size of this magnificent bird, the power of an eagle is nothing compared to God's power. And it is God who empowers those who wait on Him. That is the promise. How many of you want to receive that promise into your life? The strength of Almighty God to fill our hearts, to fill our lives, to walk with us, to go with us, to be with us through these days. I don't know about you, but I desire it more than ever. I know that I need His strength. I I don't know if you've ever experienced a a physical setback, if you've ever experienced an emotional or spiritual setback, you've ever encountered a hurdle in life that all of a sudden you hit and it hit square right where you were at. It hit home. And all of a sudden, we felt exhausted. We felt we didn't know what to do, where to go. And this verse is a promise that you and I can hold on to. Here's the hardest part. For those of us who are doing great, for those of us who are strong, and those of us who have, have a, 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 a nature about us that, that conquers and overcomes, many times we can trust in our own strength. We can trust in our own abilities. We can trust to somehow make it through. I, I understand that. Come on, everybody knows. When we were in our 20s, we were invincible, right? We were invincible. Nothing's going to stop us. And then we turned 50. (laughs) And the wisdom of the Lord sets in. And we take a walk around the block and we've got to pause and stop and take a nap. (laughs) Understand, He's likening this moment of our physical weakness, 
of our physical limitations in all of our hearts and in our lives to understand that our strength is not in our own hand. Our strength is found when we wait upon the Lord. When we hope in the Lord. Church, let's put our hope in Him today. Let's let Him be our strength. Let's let Him be our source. Let's not in any way, shape, or form somehow take this and understand that it's in our own capacity and our own ability. It's not. God has given us clear directive and a clear vision for moving forward in His strength, not our own. Our family needs to move together forward in His strength. Our church family needs to move together forward in His strength. When you have done all that you can do, when you feel like you've exhausted everything, I encourage you, stop, step back, kneel before the Lord, wait on Him, put your hope in Him, and watch what He will do. Give God room to move in your life. Give God room to move in your circumstances. Pastor Leon, would you please come? As we close this message, I just want to share this last final thought with you. The Bible says that they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. We all know that running and walking are very similar. They both propel us forward on the ground, running, walking. We're moving forward. Uh, Running makes us tired quicker. Walking makes us tired slower. But they both bring weariness. But those who wait on the Lord will run and walk. Listen to this. With renewable energy. How many of you could use some renewable energy in your life today? Come on. Renewable energy energy is ours when we wait upon the Lord. The Lord will make it possible for them to go beyond, for us, you and I, for us to go beyond where our natural energy might take them. If nothing else, I encourage you. The first verse I shared was from Proverbs. Wrap it around your finger. Bind it to your heart. I encourage you to remember verse 31. I encourage you to make this promise something that you recite and talk about and remember and never forget as you walk through these days, as you walk through these moments of life. I want you to know that this moment in history did not catch our God by surprise. He knows exactly where you are at. He knows your name. He knows your address. He knows your home. He knows your street. He knows everything about you. And he, this moment in time, did not catch him by surprise. And he says, wait upon me. This promise, verse 31, those who wait for the Lord will receive new strength. Tie that around your heart. Tie it around your finger. Never forget, God gives us strength. He says, don't you know? Haven't you heard? Hasn't anyone told you that God can do anything? Church, I declare it today, all across this room, from the balcony below, have you not heard that our God can do anything? Anything. Anything. He can do it here today. If He can create the universe, 
if he is able to not only make the stars, but he, he knows all the stars and he checks on that there are millions of stars. Because God's power is so great. And he loves and cares for you and I. We are his creation. Then it leads us to know that his love for you and I, his concern for you is great. In the middle of your life situations, in the middle of any problem that you are facing, he is here and he is with you. And he leads you and he knows you. It's unquestionable how he leads us. We need only to look at the cross and we can see just how much God loves us. It's there that he died for us. As unworthy as you and I are, we know that our sin, it's there, it's real. We are made and, and, and we understand our shortcomings, even in our failures and our shortcomings. Jesus Christ loved us and he went to the cross for you and I, that you and I might have hope, that you and I might have life. Listen to this. It's there that he died for you and I. It's on the cross that he gave us forgiveness for our sin and hope for our future that we would run to the future and not grow faint or grow weary. Church, remember the promises of God. Remember that God gives us strength. Do you need strength today? Do you need to have an exchange of strength with Him? Simply put your trust in the Lord. Hope in Him today. Put your hope in Christ and he will exchange your weakness for his strength and you will not grow tired. And really, that's what God is trying to tell us. That's what what he threw the prophet Isaiah here in chapter 40. He has given us an incredible look right here. This is it. God is on our side. He is with us and his strength is attainable by you and I. We may not fully understand him, but he made a way so that you and I could know him, that we could have a relationship with him, that we could walk with him and know that he is leading us. Listen to this. You and I, we cannot lose. The script has already been written. All we have to do is wait on the Lord. All we have to do is put our trust in him. We have a God who never gets tired. Even when we think that he isn't close to us, we find it maybe hard to experience that closeness. His promise is as certain as ever. They that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. I want to pray for you this morning. I want to ask this God, our God, the one and only, He who is alive forevermore, to infuse our hearts and our lives with strength today. Do you need strength? Do you need a touch from Him today? If you are here if you are watching online, I want you to know this. Maybe you're, you're watching right now and you know the Lord and you need His strength today. If you need somehow to have an exchange of your weakness to His strength, I want you to know that this is your moment. I want you to know that I, as your pastor, I need that today. I need an infusion of His strength like never before. I want you to know that, that I, I'm responding to this one. I, I need His strength in my life. I need His power like never before. Is there anyone in the room that would agree and say, I need that? That you would be with me right now and say, yeah, I need that infusion of strength. I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. I'm going to ask our God 
to do that very thing. Maybe you need an exchange and you've never given your heart and your life to Jesus. I want you to know that that is the first most incredible step that you could ever take in your life to experience this incredible promise that He gives to us. It's by yielding our hearts and our lives to Him. Listen very closely. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, today you can. And He will exchange your heart for a brand new heart. He will exchange your life for a brand new life. A life that is in Jesus Christ. How many of you have ever experienced that new life in your heart? It's an incredible experience. And I invite you to do it. If you are here and you need Jesus, as I pray for everyone across this room, you can invite him into your heart, into your situation. When I pray for all of us to receive strength, you can ask him into your life. I want to close this service with that kind of prayer that the Lord would fill each and every one of us. Maybe you've tried it on your own. Man, you've done it. You've tried it. You've gone and gone. But today you need to rest and wait on the Lord and He will give you strength. All across this sanctuary, if you want to have an infusion of His strength in your life today, if you want to exchange your weakness for His strength, with all that you have, with all that you are, I invite you, will you all stand together right now with me as I pray and let's declare it. Let's stand in His presence together and receive His strength. Would you right now, across this room, if you desire that, would you just lift your hands and receive it from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If you are here today and you need strength, I pray in the next few moments that the Holy Spirit who is in this room, who is active and alive, would speak and move mountains in your life and infuse you with this strength. As I pray, if you don't know Jesus, invite Him into your heart, into your life, into your situation as we pray together for His strength. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I thank You for Your grace. I thank You for Your mercy. I thank You for Your love. I thank You, God, that we don't have to do it on our own. We don't have to make it and have enough energy and enough strength. But God, You gave us a promise that if we would wait on You, that You would exchange our weakness for Your strength. God, I pray right now that you would do an exchange by the Spirit of God in hearts and lives today. God, I pray that our spirits would not grow weary. Our physical bodies would not grow weary. God, I pray that we would run and not be weary. We would walk and not faint. We would ex take every single day with your strength and your victory and your power. In the name of Jesus, Father, for those who are receiving or asking you to come into their heart and into their life, God, I pray that you would make them brand new today. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, and everyone said, can we give the Lord praise together this day? Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, listen, I know that we're living in some uh, unprecedented times. We have a, a sanctuary that's partially filled. We have many who are watching online. I want you to hear this and I want you to know that we do not want you during this time 
to walk life's road alone. We want to help you. We want to walk with you. If you have a prayer request, if you have a need, uh, I invite you to, to send a, a text to this number. Just type prayer, and we would love to pray for you. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I invite you to text the word believe, or in your pew, you can take one of those connect cards. You can let us know about anything that we can help you with. We just don't want you to go this life alone. Here at Saginaw First Assembly, we want to walk with you on this incredible journey that we have because we serve an awesome God. Do you believe that today? Amen. Amen. There it is. There's the number. Feel free to text that. Let me say this over you before you leave. As you go today, I pray, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile upon you. May he be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. May the Lord grant all of these things to you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Have an awesome afternoon.